Grand Rise, Grand Rise, Gods and Goddesses, Titans, Bruhas, Initiates, Adepts, Occultists, Alchemists, Star Seeds, Chaos Beings, whatever you may be, whatever level you are at, remember, today is the only day that matters. You are the only one that matters. Because everything from this point is a reflection of you. Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Lucifer. And this week, we don't get into detox and diet. When we think about these things on a lower level, just like we think about reverting, we think about aspects of shadow work, we don't, we're not, our intentions can only be implemented as deep as we go into the meat. So when I think about detox and diet, detoxing is to become empty in order for the body to heal. So dieting would be sustaining habits that are healthy based upon the traumas of the things we're not dealing with, the 12 by 12 pattern. You know, we're getting into breaking the 12 by 12 pattern down that my worth times my hours I put in equals what I get. Because that gives us this career-based mindset. We're not approaching things based on doing the work for us to become the reflection. Instead, we're doing the work to sustain the reflection. But we don't get into that this this week. You know, we're gonna hit you with the God, I'm gonna hit you with the God thought. Then I'm gonna hit you with that weekly reading for breaking those uh, patterns and understanding those patterns. And then we don't get into this week's session. We don't get into patterns. We're gonna get into the addiction to the diet. And then we don't get into understanding what it is to really detox. Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. Stay tuned for the God Thought. If it resonates, Allow it to help you elevate. Allow it to help you elevate. I love you. We love us. I share. Career motive. 
from how we approach relationships, friendships, to our consistency. A diet symbolizes in this context just enough to stay above that line. Old mentalities, behavior patterns because of the trauma. This truly requires detox. Removing the old mentalities and behavioral patterns, detox is to become empty in order to heal. This is where that line between detox and diet becomes blurred. When I think about that line, I think about the pattern that we haven't realized yet. And that's why I think about that 12 by 12 pattern. And this week, this is what we're gonna be breaking down, that 12 by 12 pattern, that cell that we lock ourselves in. And the bars are those traumas, the pains, the things that we haven't dealt with, the emotions that we keep repressing, and things of that nature. And we have to go from career mode to owner mode. We're going from the aspect of being simply a player in the game, to coaching ourselves through the game, to owning the game, owning our ring, having that LLC mentality. Welcome to the God Hour. Stay tuned for the weekly reading, and then we're gonna get deep into this session. Yeah. You have, with the death card I'm looking at, 
you have more likely whether you have accepted it or not. That's always the biggest thing. You have more likely whether you have accepted it or not. Had a major moment of pause and reflection. We talk about COVID-19. We talk about Mercury retrograde. We talk about the five knuckle shuffle of the retrograde. Excuse me. You've had a major moment of pause and reflection. The death card represents the end of what has been a major phase in your life. The end and the changing of the views and the things in your life that are no longer serving you in this new transition. In that thought, what your dietary needs were as in an unhealthy manner, in that state of being, was to feed those patterns. That old that old mindset that you thought was healthy is now unhealthy based on this transition. It may seem difficult, and this is because you haven't used that time best suited to establishing you to be able to see and embrace the new opportunities. Resisting these necessary endings will only result in experiencing the pain both emotionally and physically leaving you unable to admit, to imagine and visualize those new possibilities. And then most importantly, allow you to construct the patterns as they emerge. You're not gonna be able to see the pattern that you need to see because you're still stuck within, oh my God, I let go of this and so much stuff let go. This is pulled up in the aspects of the moon call. The moon call represents the fears and your illusions and comes out when you have been Basically projecting those fears into your present and your future based on your past experiences. You may be looking at yourself right now like, but I've done this and I'm doing this. I've done the amount of work that you did back in the day based on sustaining that unhealthy habits, the unhealthy things that you used to digest. You were working a lot harder than you thought you were. Remember, you got to work smarter, not harder. You were working a lot harder than you thought you were. This is the aspect seen after that death card. This shows the scars or the scar. The scar, the scars or the scar, the scar or the scars that are affecting you in emotional distress. Rather than dealing with them, you would rather usually push them down into the deep, deep, deep down into the depths of the jungle, deep of the subconscious. Especially now with this retrograde, I keep telling you about that retrograde, especially now with this retrograde, you have to start understanding that those shadows are now more dense in their appearance and they are taking the influence on your conscious and your subconscious view. This may be a time of uncertainty and those views are played out in the state of the loop. That means you may be feeling uncertain about something, but you have to look at it from the aspect of your intuition. Your intuition is about feeling, going through the unknown aspect, not based on that past that came up. Deal with those past aspects so you can actually start using your intuition. Because until then, you're only operating off the trauma. This may be that time of that uncertainty. Be careful of those old mentalities or old behaviors that led to the complacent decisions. That's the most important part. Be careful when you're looking at those old mentalities, those old things, those old emotions left you in a state, always looking back, making you make those complacent decisions. 
moving and acting only on the information to sustain, not realizing the old gotta go. So to see beyond those very patterns, feeding those old things must go. Those old go-tos that you used to feed into, the old spots you used to go to, those friends that you were talking to, though that environment that is no longer nurturing you, if it's not nurturing, it's time to let that go. Solve that fucking ego. I can never stress that enough. Intuition is the ability to see beyond while remaining in balance of your emotion. Let me say that one more time. Intuition is the balance, is the is the ability to see beyond while remaining balanced in emotion. With the full moon approaching us, this represents the end of that cycle. It will be up to you and what you are going to do during this cycle. This is going to take us into the aspects of the Three of Swords. This leads us into that aspect of the Three of Swords. It is time to release emotional baggage that you have been carrying up to this point. You may have recently suffered a major setback or a loss. That's very, that's very key. You may have, you have, may have suffered a setback or a loss that triggered the residuals prior losses. That means usually when we come into a space and we feel upset, we're never upset about that moment. That moment is triggering another set of moments, like a domino effect, and taking you backwards. That's the, that's the meaning of a setback. You get emotionally upset right now, and then you get taken back. You hitting that domino effect of all the other times you were upset. And that's what the energy is you're feeding on. So this goes into the aspect of, let that shit motherfucking go. That's all I can say. Let that shit the fuck go. Have a good cry, shout that shit out. Do whatever is needed to break the cycle by cleansing and releasing. This is gonna be the most important part. Some people have uh, hit me talking about for new moon rituals and they working on a new ritual so they're going to the cycle of the full moon coming in, coming into perspective. So they did that releasing aspect, now they're coming into that embracing aspect where they're coming into now. Through this essential Though it is essential that in order to stay focused on the path ahead, you will need to cut away and prune the hedges and the weeds that feed on that pattern that was seen as your old strength. The emotions swirling are leaving you to focus on the damage and not your growth. The discomfort is telling you it's time for you to grow. And the clarity comes from the moment of cleaning, clearing, and no longer staying in that space, that's that, that's what you you gotta clean. You got this time to clean house. That represents transition. The moon symbolizes the subconscious, and the three of swords represents how to clear that way to make way for that new. We got one more peak. We got we got we got two we got two more calls on it. We got the chariot coming in the next, coming in the lead. The chariot, the chariot represents no longer taking that passive in hope approach. I see a lot of people, they'll take that passive approach like, oh my God, I have to do it this way because this happened like that. It's time to start taking that passive approach of hope. Those who hope, those who set their intents in hope never know what to do after they get what they say they're going to get because they haven't built anything outside of the aspect of the hope. They've been put so much energy into that 1%, that human thought, and focusing on that one goal, but they're not looking at everything that's falling out so they can actually go further in their goals. 
taking this time to focus on uh, taking this time focusing and learning on the challenges that are going to be truly fierce. You may be having that feeling being pulled in two directions to the safety and the unknown, but it's only through that unknown when you break those patterns and groom that willpower to hone in on your true confidence. You probably are noticing that cutting corners in the easy routes are failing in this context that seem not to be getting anywhere and the illusion of hope seems to be now formed. This is because the chariot is stirring up the dust making those unseen patterns more visible. Visible. <coughs> this enables you to draw the boundaries or you won't be able to do anything but circle back to circle back losing momentum every time you go back. This is that key part because you're going to be a lot of y'all run around in a circle and you losing momentum getting that, hitting that setback and you crying and you ain't releasing because you keep holding on to you haven't recognized the pattern. You ain't looking at, you're not waiting for the dust to settle before you move forward. You gotta look steady when you move forward. I keep telling y'all that. The Ace of Swords is the last card of this spread and the Ace of Swords represents the aspects of that sign of that encouragement that you really need. So somebody out here need the Ace of Swords in their life. Time to expand the mind out of that 12 by 12, 12 by 12 mindset. Stimulation that serves, not sustains. That 12 by 12 mindset that have you searching for things that sustaining your current situation, even through the pains and the shit and the displease, you're, you're able to sustain it because you know what's coming. It's time to take that stimulation that's serving, getting you out of that space. With the death of them old patterns, will come a chance to expand that thinking and that vision. Out with the old, which is now cluttered, in with the new, that's gonna be in your alignment. Channel this new energy to revitalize your core. The double-edged sword represents creating and destroying. Creating that new, destroying that old. This means the old patterns and the reflections gotta fade under the new wave caused by the currents of that new energy. Unifying the heart and the mind will be the key. Yeah. When you're looking at yourself and you're putting yourself into that space, you really have to start understanding those patterns. You gotta really stop being addicted to that diet of trying to remain in a space that's survival and existing and step out of that and step out of that to expand to understand the power of that detox. That emptiness is gonna heal you. This spread represents death and how you do and what you do from this point will impact your rebirth moving forward. You know exactly what the fuck to do. You know exactly what's required. The choice is only on you. The choice is gonna be on you. Remain in that box or bust that shit down and do some real work for your life. This has been your weekly reading with, you, with Papa Lucifer. Stay tuned, we about to get deep into this session. Wrap the first hit from our sponsors. If it resonates, let it take you forward. Use it to elevate you. I love you. We love us. I'll share. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the God Hour Podcast. Once again, it's your host, Master of Ceremonies, Spiritual Advisor, 
Papa Lucifer. <laughs> and first part segment, we don't get into We don't get into patterns. Because that's the main thing. What if I told you that the key is in that I got that from my... Uh, the answer's in that quantum type of space. And it's all in the understanding of the numbers of so the patterns. What if I told you that all the patterns are all mirrored after a certain pattern? 12 by 12. That's the pattern that all the other patterns are pretty much take reside over. So it doesn't matter what you're doing based on that mentality of being the most liked that, most liked on IG, most liked on Facebook, most liked on whatever, likes, reactions, or whatever. You're still activating on that 12 by 12 pattern. And I'm not talking about the ones that are in that LLC mindset we're going to get into a little late. We don't get into it. But most people are stuck within that 12 by 12 pattern, this cell pattern. That is what leads to the aspects of addiction. That's what leads to the aspects of, remember, this space is nothing but addiction and exploitation. That's what a prison is. It's about exploitation and addiction, what you were addicted to. Patterns create the space where we become addicted. The fear that keeps the people wound up the entanglements of the engagements it's all fed with a sense of control you feel like if as long as you're being seen and you're getting the attention you have control but I always like to say not all eyes is good eyes all eyes are on you and not all those eyes are good eyes so when we understand these aspects of patterns, everything that you're doing in the unhealed state, being a player that's trying to get through the game, just trying to make it through uh, with very minimum coaching, and now you're trying to get to that coach status. And when you are coaching others, you're coaching other players based on the game that you've played. We use this aspect when we think about entertainers. We think about we think about entertainers, whether it's be the sport, we'll say sport, sport entertainers in this case. You'll be coaching yourself off of another player's stats, not knowing what fully that they had to go through to get to that point. Not understanding that everything's a reflection of yourself. So when you see these things and they make you feel a certain type of way. It's you stuck within that cell. You stuck within that mindset of no challenges, not allowing myself to go any forward. I stay stuck in this prevalent pattern. I stay in that uh, space of what I basically call career mode. A lot of us are stuck in this career mode, only adjusting our health, adjusting our habits. If you're adjusting something, an unhealthy habit, it's still unhealthy. It doesn't matter how much you adjust the habit. It doesn't matter how much you adjust the pattern. If the patterns stem from an unhealthy axiom or an unhealthy cause, 
the trauma, the thing, the emotional imbalances, the things that have led up to this point, the old mentalities and the old behaviors, then it really doesn't matter. The, the it's still going to be unhealthy, regardless. So this is what we need to start looking. This is when it really comes to the aspect of actually putting in that work. I always tell people about that shadow work about putting in that work. It doesn't matter how many um, what is it? What would I say? It doesn't matter how many spells, how many sigils, how many candles you light. It doesn't matter how much meditation you do. It doesn't matter how many intentions you set, how many affirmations you set. If you sitting there still going basically to the same old pattern. It's like if I sat here right now and I, I was only doing my candle magic, working with candles, set my intentions, and it was only based on getting something on the mundane level. Do you understand like the aspect? Take this aspect into your mind. You're taking this large amount of your energy and you're trying to pull it down into a you're trying to pull it down to a frequency that cannot host that much energy. So therefore that pattern has to be augmented. It doesn't change. You didn't break the pattern. You didn't so now you're doing more work than you have to. Because your mindset is still stuck in my worth times my hours I put in equals how much I'm going to get. So you can take that same pattern and apply it to everything that's in that career mode. You'll sit here and you'll magnify your worth based on the external state of being. So your cars, your clothes, and all that shit. And then the amount of time that you spend on Showing or getting attention based on that equals what you get. So if I have, let's say, for example, I got, I remember the days I would spend almost literally go get my hair cut. This before I was getting my hair cut for like 30 bucks a pop. I remember going to go get my hair cut. It would cost me about 15 bucks. $10 tip, so that took it up to 25 I remember going to go to the mall or to whatever shopping place, wherever I was at, and go get an outfit. I remember going to the middle of the mall or going to a certain uh, jewelry place joint in the middle of the mall. Go grab me some gold chains or whatever. Grab me some chains. I'm wearing silver and white gold at the time. Grab a ring and a watch or whatever. Get an outfit. So I spent probably two to three fifty on an outfit. I probably spent another. When he was spending that much, because with white gold and silver, I was spending like five, six hundred dollars on jewelry. To, with the diamond cuts to make it look like it was in the thousands. And then I would go out into the world. I would go out into the illusion, fitting the illusion. I literally spent two to three hours of my day Calvin, being, becoming Calvin. Y'all know the nigga from GTA? I literally spent the day running around fitting into this outfit based on my work, trying to boost my stat points of my worth 
and then add that to the time that I took and I thought that I should get something out of it. At the end of the night, I really wasn't doing it for anything. Like, I'm going out for what? I'm going out, then I'm spending that same pattern. I'm spending X amount on drinks for X amount of hours just to be seen or to equal the the equations to this formula that was to be seen. Get a certain amount of attention. Take some pictures. Be able to say I went there on Facebook. Being able to say I went there on IG. Then at the end of the fucking, at the end of the fucking night, head to the fucking house. Down here was a Waffle House. Up top was Johnny's Burgers and shit like that. And then I'm sitting here at the end of the night like, what the fuck did I do all this for? I was trying to fit within a certain pattern. That pattern came from the original pattern that it was cut from was saying that I was an adult, saying that I was grown, saying that I could do some stuff that I couldn't do before. So I put all that work in. I'm working hard as hell to do this. Just to go back to work on Monday and do what? Tell everybody about where I went. Now I'm telling other individuals around me. I'm basically buying their respect with my attention and telling them some stories. And then I repeat this same cycle over and over and over again. Because I was in a player mentality. Literally was in a player mentality. Even when I became a coach, I was still in that same... I was coaching based on that same mentality. I was telling other individuals to work hard and play hard. We play hard, we work hard. I was coaching other motherfuckers the same mentality based on the pattern. So now I got the thought form fit. This is what you. This is what I'm doing. I'm creating these thought forms or these spaces for that to exist. Whether I'm the player or the coach, I never could become an owner. This is the mentality most of us get to, even in when Bobby Hammond said, and he said that shit the fucking best. I remember when he said that your career becomes your your job becomes your career your career basically becomes your culture and when you think about think about it behind the word when they say wherever it's at i remember always hearing the restaurant culture i remember always hearing the retail world culture you were being programmed into a different culture so if you did retail you went out at a certain time at the night at the end of the night the people from the retail or the people from the restaurant or the people from higher up corporate America, whatever it may be within that same nexus, all went out to the same place. All trying to show their value based on the hours that they work. Trying to get something from that space. Take it a little bit deeper to that. Yeah, aspects what you do in your everyday life. This is going to be your healing process. Remember, honesty is the ultimate key to that transparency. As long as you're in a player mentality, it don't matter if you're in the player mentality or the, it don't matter if you're in the player mentality or you're in the uh, coach mentality. Because the player mentality is the consumer. 
The coach mentality is the producer and the owner mentality is the bank. So even though I was around owners, I could not elevate or sustain that level mainly because that wasn't the space for me. But I wonder why the pattern didn't allow, even though I was following the pattern to the T, why was I not exceeding past a certain point? And then I had the excuses. Man, it's because, you know, you black, you got to work 10 times harder. You know, that's how it's always been. Man, you know, when you black, you got to work 10 times harder. You got to work 10 times harder, look 10 times better, and be 30 times smarter just to be able to stay in that position. I mean, that was the, that's the, those are those bars in that 12 by 12. So my entire time, I'm judging my worth. A lot of us judge our worth based upon the work that we do to sustain our outside image, that external state of being. Most of us try to keep the external state of being in a certain level in tandem to us. That way we never feel like we out of place or we never, we're, we're, we're always in the right place. So you... Think about this aspect whenever you're truly start doing your work, when you're doing your shadow work. A lot of that shit you start realizing don't even fucking matter. Some of the first things that you read, Holographic Universe, it says this shit ain't real. So why do you still act as it's real? That's your ego, your identity. You got the intellectual property, but most people like to stay in a certain space where they don't have to be tested about going further. Because they're still within that 12 by 12 mentality. They still within that cycle. You can tell a lot of individuals are still within that cycle because of how they move. A person in a 12 by that 12 by 12 mentality, that pattern, they're always never ahead. They're always reactive. Their productivity is actually reactivity. They're not being proactive. You can have all the answers right there in front of you, but if you're not opening up your eyes to look at them, how do you use them? I use the example of, you know, every month that your rent is due on by the fifth. Some people is by the first and they don't allow you to get to the fifth. It's a late fee. You know where your electric bill due. You know when all your bills are due. You feel me? But if you're stuck in that 12 by 12 mentality, you never learn how to save. You never learn how to budget. Because you in that, as long as I work this many days and this many hours, I'll have this amount of money. So I never have to worry about really investing in savings. Remember, it goes savings. Remember, when you when the mindset for when you're getting paid is whenever you get paid, savings, investments, then your bills. Savings, investments, because those investments become your assets. Those assets pay your bills. So that's the mentality of an owner. Most of us are in a mentality of sustaining an external state. So you become addicted and then you call yourself cutting back and you're like, I'm going to cut back on this or I'm going to cut back on that. So you cutting back on one thing, but then you increase it on another. So let's say, let's use an example. Let's say you want to 
save for a car. All right. You set your budget up to save for it. You saving, we'll say about, you're saving two, three, you're saving about 300 a month, two to 300 a month. We'll say 300 top off. You saving 300, you saving 300 a month. You save 300 a month for four months. That's 1200. Go another four months. That's 2800. So eight months strong, you saving $300 a month. You got $2,800. You feel me? You got $2,800. Now you've been hoping, this is the main part of that pattern. You've been hoping to save enough. So you set your intent based on hope. Now you got the money for the car. But this is the key when you're hoping on an intent to get something. When you put someone's power into the hope based on the intent. Everything that comes up that needs to be taken care of, you don't take care of. So you said you wanted to get a car in eight months. But did you remember that you didn't have a license? Did you remember that you didn't have car insurance? Did you remember that you had a couple, you got to go, did you forget about that? $2,000 uh, note bill that you got to drop to the lawyer to get that stuff taken off your record so you can go get your license. In some areas, it costs up, upwards up to about three to about five to almost up to about $600 to get your license, the reinstatement, the insurance, and get all that stuff just to get your license. So we're looking at the two bands that you had to drop towards the lawyer. And we're looking at about another 600 for getting everything reestablished. That's $2,600. Now you saved $2,800. So from that $2,800, what you got left? You got four. You got $400 saved up left over after you did all that. This is if you're in the owning your responsibility to LLC mindset, breaking that pattern. For most people, you'll go out and you'll go find someone to go put the car in their name and you'll make the payments, put the insurance in their name and you pay them a little bit of money and a little bit of bread on off top. And then you didn't even think about it. Here's the first wave that you didn't think about. That's a cool, that's a cool little move. If that's what you got to do, by all means, go ahead and do it. But there should always be an out. See the 12 by 12 pattern, that uh that 12 by 12 pattern, there's no way out. It's a it's a it's a locked box. You locked into it. So, okay, cool. Let's just say you took that $2,800 and you you took the money there and you paid the little fees and whatever. They got the insurance for you so you didn't have to pay that much. And you paid the $2,800. Now you giving, now you paying the car insurance and you paying the car note. But you have to think about it like this. In eight months, you saved $2,800. $300 a month. Your car payment's $250. And your car note, no, your car note is 250 and your insurance will say is 130 because you got a deal. 
So 130 plus 250, that's 380. So that's 380. So that means you need 80 more dollars a month to sustain making sure that's getting done. So you make a couple more cutbacks and you make that $80. You get that 80 bucks good. So now you pay off that $380. You're doing that every month. You're doing that every month. You're dropping 380, 380, 380. You pay the car off. Now, whose name is the car in? See that 12 by 12 pattern? It don't have an out date. So you spent all this money, you didn't pay it off the car. And now what? Now you got to take the next process to get save up the money to get the car and to go get your license so the car can get transferred over to you. So now you didn't drop down. Now you're paying $130 a month for your insurance. This is give or take. You're paying it at $130 for your car insurance every month. But now you feel like you paid off the car note. The car note ain't a thing. You pay off insurance. This is where people get locked in an old pattern or an old cycle. You feel that since you've done it for so long that it's okay. They didn't say anything to you, so it's okay. So you continuously do it. Old pattern, old behavior. So now you riding around, you say the car paid off, you got insurance on it, you ain't worried about nothing. Let's say you get pulled over. They pull you, you know your license is suspended. You know your license is suspended, sir. Yeah, man, I've been meaning to go by there and get it, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm actually about to go there now. You get a ticket. That ticket don't hit you. Ticket hit them on their insurance. Now you racking up points because you keep getting caught because you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Because you still stuck in that old pattern, old mentality. And now you're looking at everything. Now you're looking for them dumbass excuses. Man, they just keep pulling me because I'm black. Or they keep pulling me. No, nigga. They are a reflection of you. They are supposed to obtain in this space where you're looking at, we use in this context, they're obtaining the intellectual property. They are maintaining and gaining their quota by maintaining the intellectual property. Your intellectual property at this level. Yo, the human aspect is intellectual property. So you in this space, doing what you've been doing, not obeying by, since you in this space, you in that 12 by 12 pattern, you in that mindset, you going to work, you paying tax, doing all this shit right here to that narrative. You're a part of this program because you're still a player. At no point in time did you even graduate to being a coach. Because a coach can tell others what not to do because they're doing it. That's a true coach. That's the true teacher. You still in student mode. Now you acting as if you're the owner. You ain't even get past the coach mode yet. You still got someone else coaching the team for you. They doing all the, they making sure all the drills and everything's put together for you. This is that pattern that a lot of us like to fall in. 
when it does come to overall life, you in career mode. Getting into the aspects of when you in a relationship. Same thing with a relationship, a friendship or whatever it may be. I was listening today and I heard, I was listening to, uh, I was on my IG and Ben, brother Ben X, shout out to the guy. He made up a post about, he put up the post. He put up a post, he uh, posted a, a little bit of the Mike Tyson uh, talking with Boosie and he was talking about respect. And what he said was, what Mike said was so fucking such a depth to it. I was like, damn, that shit is fucking truth. He was talking about the aspects of respect. When I think, when I'm going to expound upon it, I'm going to look for the, I put the clip up on my uh, Facebook and on my IG. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, that's what most people do right now. Your 12 minutes, that 12 by 12 mentality got you giving thing, giving more to others in the hopes, in the intent that they don't change on you or they don't, they don't change on you, which change is constant. They don't look at you a certain way or question you for anything. A lot of people have that. A lot of people do not have, do not have the ability to accept no. A lot of people do not have the ability to accept the boundary of no. Because they're not used to being told no. Because they're used to everybody being in a certain level of frequency or vibration lower than them. So when you're in this space, thinking about those patterns, that 12 by 12 pattern, when you meet somebody that doesn't move towards that narrative or is shifting out of that narrative, they're moving into the coach owner, they're moving to the coach mode. You don't know how to take them. This is what I this is that this is what I think about when I think about myself as a spiritual advisor, coach, a spiritual advisor, a life coach, a counselor, the therapist, the intuitive reader, my gotta call Alchemist LLC. This is what I think about myself. When I came to this point, in order for me to sit firmly in this seat, sit firmly in this position, project firmly into this position, I had to go beyond the barriers of that old pattern. Because I couldn't sit here right now in the old mindset doing what I'm doing. I could not, I could, but then it wouldn't be genuine. It wouldn't be a real type of energy. I would have to find something to connect to in order for myself to flourish. That's when you think about the aspect of people like instead of interfacing and becoming the energy, that's when they're interfacing with the Orishas or they're interfacing with a certain energy based on still calling on a first name basis. Instead of saying, instead, they'll say something like Oshun or Hail Satan or Hail Lucifer instead of saying, nigga, I am Papa Lucifer. See, I've interfaced with the energy. I've become the owner of my aunt, my archetype of that energy and understanding what it does for me. So that's an owner mentality. That's LLC mentality. So as I'm embracing this energy, the patterns that keep coming up, the reflections that keep coming up at first were the things that were testing me in the realm of me becoming a God. 
in the realm of me becoming that titan that chaos being embracing my higher aspects of myself this is where that shadow work by acknowledging those patterns and looking at the reflections of the conduits that hold those patterns into place see a lot of us we like to stay at that frequency where everybody around us is looking at us and coming to us for information so we got to stay ahead of the game in the information we got to stay the head of the table it don't matter what table i'm at the energy always shifts in my favor so imagine if you have other individuals around you with that same type of power everybody's reflecting that from that same core space of power it'll change your whole mindset and how you moving forward really think about that everybody that can sit at the table with me got power we can have powerful conversations we can make powerful moves because we've all came to a certain level of healing for ourselves and we still all healing we all still growing but that honesty and that transparency allows us not to move in that traditional pattern of that 12 by 12 cell. You ever heard somebody that's still stuck in a cell? They're always trying to sell you something. Somebody that's stuck within that 12 by 12 cell, they're always trying to sell you something. And this is leading into the aspect of that addicted to that diet. It's more than just what you're eating. Stay tuned after this. I had to flip that tape over real quick but we don't finish that off the aspects of that old pattern that old mentality we become addicted those addictions we become addicted to the exploitation of that sense of control and this is where we become addicted to what the diet is what our diet is the diet is more there's a uh, clip on Breakfast Club. I forgot my man's name, but he did it. He was doing an interview on there. He was talking about the diet is more than what you eat. It's what you digest on your daily basis. Talking about everything from the views that you, the shit that you watching on TV every fucking day, all the way to what you fucking listen to. And I'm not talking about just what you listening to music-wise. I'm talking about what you listening to based on those conversations of those people that are around you. And that led me into the aspects of thinking about what I was, what um, when Boosie was giving this stuff about respect and then Mike broke that shit and the guy, Mike, the guy, Mike, I and Mike broke that shit down and was like, yo, you can't, there's things that you're going to be doing, especially when it comes to this uh, being in your spiritual shit your witchy Tuesdays, your witchy Wednesdays, your Titan Tuesdays, your, yeah, I mean, it's, you're going to be evolved. You're going, the shit's not weird. It's only weird to humanity. Remember, you're becoming the villain. So the things that you are now attracted to, the things that you want to do, the things that you are studying, the things that you are bringing into the prevalent, the things that you're letting go of, or what are going to become weird to you? This is all about that aspect of balance. Whatever you, whatever you, just like whatever you bringing into your life, you got to research what you letting out of your life. You got to research. You got to research it by this is how you let it go. So if you, let's take it for this example. If I got people around me 
at all times that are directly around me. They're saying yes to everything that I'm saying. I'm not really taking any thought about why they're always saying yes to me, but they like they they like how I drive. They like what they like what they see. So that's the reason that they're around me. But in reality, it's because you have something that they have not le yet learned to learn to acquire. And you with the thought form being addicted to the diet, you saying that you cut back on everything in your life. And now you sitting here in this space, got everybody's people around you. Think on how unhealthy the conversation is if no one's talking about anything but no growth. That's like you coming in right now, it's 2020. It's almost the end of 2020. In this year, I became, I, this was my, what I would call my breakout into my ownership mentality year. But it took me almost four or five years to even get to the launch, year one launching point. It took me four years in this time context, took me about four or five years just to get to this point that from the start till now, this is the one year anniversary for the podcast. This is the one year anniversary for the my YouTube channel. This is the one year anniversary for uh, the God Thought page. It's actually a two year anniversary for the God Thought page. This is this is the year of this is one. This is remember it takes one season for one day for every one season for one day. So when you think about the things that are in your life, those habits that you're carrying on for you're carrying in that same fucking pattern that 12 by 12 fucking pattern in that box you carry that same mentality and that's what this entire shit is built on think about it you go all year to sit down one time out of the year and eat big mama's sweet potatoes and collard greens but what if Grandma can't. What if grandma's in the hospital and it is called it's gonna cost about 50 G's to get her get the surgery so she can come back and cook Christmas? How many people around you can actually put together fifty thousand dollars? They can't even put together fifty thousand dollars, let alone a thousand dollars. So this is the, when you start thinking about the mentality of what you addicted to. You cutting out shit every fucking month. You cutting out shit every fucking month. But you still in the same position. It's because you're not replacing it with anything. And then you didn't research why you cut that shit out in the first place. That shit came into your life to show you your old mentalities. That shit came into your life to show you that your old patterns are not obsolete. If you're still going through the old mentalities, the old hurts, the old emotional distresses, the emotional imbalances, staying in that space, trying to keep that shit together, and you stressed out, and you tired, and you worried, and you feeling defeated, I got one thing for you. That shit's supposed to happen. I'm going to tell you why it's supposed to happen. Because it's showing you that the old mentality is not working anymore. You're in a different space now. You've seen different shit now. 
This is one of the biggest things where I tell people you need other, you need individuals around you that are challenging you. In order to get to know them, you really got to get to know yourself. In order to be on that level to have that conversation with them, you really got to know yourself. That's that honesty and that transparency coming into that. I I wake up, um, I wake up after meditate and elevate. When I do the meditate and elevate, I do two separate, I do two separate uh, pieces. I do one for Facebook and I do one for IG. I do it on purpose now because it's two different levels of information that I'm putting out. So basically the stream behind it is if you follow me on Facebook, on the Facebook, I'll put my IG link with everything. So you can tap into the IG. If you're on my IG, I put the Facebook link under there. So you go to my Facebook. I'm cross. I'm crossing the content. That's a, that's stepping out. The more content that I have, how can I turn two pieces of content into four pieces of content? It's the hustle mentality. Dame, just, Dame broke that down so many times. And that's, I'm using that because it's the first thing I in mind. That's that Shango energy. But Dame brought that, like, that's the, that's the, that's that hustle mentality. But I've shifted that same mentality of when I was hustling and grinding, I've turned that into my, to maximize my alignment. Cause I'm already in the position cause I'm already abundant. I'm already in the position cause I'm already prosperous. I'm already in the position cause I'm already have that wealth of that knowledge, the wealth I have that, I have that light, I have that energy, my energy charging. So all I'm doing is maximizing being in this position. This is the being of and not a part. So I can take them two pieces of content, one piece of content for Facebook, one piece of content from IG, and I can turn it into four pieces of content because it's going to be shared to the Instagram user from Facebook. They're like, damn, I ain't see that part. So that's two pieces over there and two pieces over there. But I only did two videos. This is the mentality of understanding when you're starting to do your diet. The reason diets do not work, and I stand behind diets, I did that when I was doing the personal trainer joint, it doesn't work because you're only doing it to fill a certain space or to take away from a certain space. So I'm taking away from carbs, I'm talking away, I'm taking away from the carbs, I'm talking away, I'm taking away from uh meat, I'm taking away, I'm eating less of this, eating less of this. So I'm gonna drink more water and I'm gonna take more pills and I'm gonna do more of this and I'm gonna work out two times out the week. I'm gonna do a light workout, even though I should be doing a heavy workout because I'm still filled with something, you feel me? You can't do the full workout because you still filled with something. You can't do the full number workout because you filled with something still, you feel me? You can't do the full amount of studying because you're still full of something. You're still full of that insecurity back there that if you study and go too far, when you turn around, who's gonna be behind you? I don't give a fuck who the hell's behind me. Everybody that I rock with is either beside me or in front of me. That's my growth. That's me breaking that horrible digestive pattern. And then I'm wondering why I'm sick. I'm wondering, you wonder all these physical manifestations, you sick, you sick, you fatigued, you tired, 
you depressed, you got anxiety, you got you got all these damn issues, but you're not wondering why it's based on your diet. If I'm sitting in a position where I'm having a conversation with somebody, if I cannot have a conversation about a solution, and they're always talking about problems, but they're never talking about a solution, and the problems that they do bring to me, I'm giving them a half-ass solution. Because if we do that, I used to do that shit a lot myself. You're giving people half-ass solutions because you're giving them half-ass truth because you ain't fully honest with yourself because you're afraid to ask the question. That's not my place to ask the question. If it's not my place to ask the question, then it's not my place to give the solution. That's just being honest with everything. If it's not my place to give the, if it's not my place to question, that means it's not my place to give the solution. So why am I there? A lot of us suffer from that dietary need of a certain amount of drama. And we wonder, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you another story. Imagine sitting in a position where you got your mans with you. you got your man and your homegirl with you. And they're always around you whenever you're taking care. They're around you when you're taking care of business a little bit. You don't let them come around you all the time because your business is... Sometimes they a little too wild for the business. So that's one strike, one red flag. But they'll ride and they'll die for you. They'll ride, they'll ride out for you and all that shit. But are they riding out for you or are they riding out for your identity? Are they riding out for you or are they riding out for your ego? Because most of us have an identity to maintain based on keeping ourselves looking a certain way so other people come to us, but we're not realizing that that trigger, this is this is one of those aspects when you're looking at the reflections. They're attracted to your energy, your identity, your auric field not being in order, your energy, your identity being, uh, uh, what's that, fuck? Your identity being, alt- uh, your identity being cracked, got cracks in your identity, that's how they get your energy. So they're around you all the time and you're giving them the byproduct of your energy. You're giving them money, you're giving them food, you're giving them a place to come chill at. Whatever you may be doing, give them a ride, whatever you're doing. This entire time, they have not once questioned your identity. And when they do question your identity, it's more to a sense of you're giving them this information, but you got to remember that's how mind control works. Because if I'm sitting here looking into somebody's eyes every fucking day and I'm telling them my problems, telling them the problems with my girl, telling them the problems with your man, you tell them these problems every single day and neither one of y'all had a sense of y'all are on the same frequency, this is how that frequency we see work. Y'all on the same frequency? It means you ain't letting go of shit that you supposed to be letting go. That's why you in that space. That's that part of that pattern. You still stuck within that space having that conversation with them. Guess what they're programming into your mind. You may have never had a problem with your girl in your life. You may have never had a problem with your man in your life. You may have never had a problem with your job in your life. Ever. You were going in, getting in, getting out. 
you was laid up late night watching Netflix with your girl or your man. But because they got problems in their life, and the noise in the back of their mind, they insecurities is back there in the back of their mind. Them thought forms is back there. You went over there around them all the time. They letting off this energy, and that shit's seeping. And them thought forms are looking for something to eat. So it goes in your head. And it's just like Facebook. You remember, you know when you go on Facebook and like let's say you have a conversation on the phone or you go on Google or you hit, yeah, you hit Google up or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's on your Facebook feed. It's on your feed. So let's say you never, you ain't thought about your ex in months. But there's still like something there that you really ain't got no closure on. You really ain't dealt with it. You ain't forgave him for something. So it's still laying in the sub- on the subconscious floor. So they start telling you the problems about their ex. They man. All of a sudden in your life, your ex then popped up out of nowhere. Your baby father then popped up out of nowhere with more issues. Now remember, you didn't have these issues. Initially. But it was based on that program and being in that space, which you were dieting on. You sat over there and you was eating in the filth and now you got tapeworms. You wondering why you got the tapeworms in your fucking life. These shit sucking you fucking dry. The leeches that are sucking you dry is because of your mentality. I tell people all the time, you do not want to hang around me. Twenty, You do not want to hang around me because I will have you Thinking about businesses, challenging yourself. I have you thinking different. I have you meditating. I have you doing all types of shit. And I said that shit for so fucking long when I actually started healing myself. And that shit really connected to me. I've done that shit for so long that I turned it into my business. I turned it into my brand. That's my platform. Therapy, coaching, the shit that I do now, the all the stuff that I do now, because I allowed that energy to stimulate me to go to the next level. It stimulated me to see the see the old boundaries and cross them because I couldn't see them because the dust because the I wasn't stirring up any dust. I wasn't stirring up any chaos, so I didn't have a reason to create anything. This goes into the digesting or being addicted to that digestion. You cut out just enough so you can put some more stuff in there. At this point in time, when you're looking in the space that you're in now, that shit ain't working. You didn't probably have setback after setback after setback. Those setbacks admit the, sh- the true aspect of a setback, when you think about it, is that emotional loss or that financial loss or that chance that you had. If there's something in your subconscious that you ain't worked on, when you hit that setback, that domino effect, it's not feeding off of that necessary moment right there. It's feeding off all the other moments. So when you think about your homegirl that got a problem with her man or your homeboy that can't get a fucking job, he got a problem at his job. And then you think about the time, that one time that you had a problem at your job or a misinterpretation at your job, a misunderstanding. And then you have that setback at your job. 
guess what is going to go trigger back to that or that thought form that's in the back of your mind that shit that's been walking around the fucking houses of your subconscious like a fucking ghost and it's moving around in your shit it was waiting for you to it was waiting for something to feed off of it was getting stalled so it kept pushing that forward that noise in the back of your mind it was that it was it was you were in a diet mode because you was cutting it out but then that hunger pain came in there that unforeseen that ghost that phantom hunger pain came in there and it started feeding off that space so then you weren't dealing with it that emotional distress kept rising and now you in a moment right now every retrograde mad as hell you still mad at your baby mother? You still baited? You still mad at your job for letting you go that one time? You still mad at your moms for not letting you come to the house? You still upset because your mom did something and she didn't do something for you, but at that in the aspect of where you at, like you didn't. So you you feeding off these old stresses. So you dieting. You're literally feeding the self-loathing and the sac you're feeding this sense of i'm sacrificing i'm trying to have respect from everybody I'm trying to have this vision this vision of respect people look at me a certain way so i gotta look at myself hold myself a certain way but you're doing external shit to maintain that shit just to look like you're doing what you think that you're doing but you're putting more work into the image than work into the purpose you're putting more work into the image than actually building that core. So now your core weak. This is where you see a lot of individuals, they're actually, they're physically, they physically look okay, but they function in crackhead. And I'm not saying crackhead in the sense of doing drugs, but they're functioning crackheads. They're functioning crackheads, they're functioning within alcoholics, that means they're drunk off of their power. They're fucking functional crackheads, which means they're off that stim, that external stimuli that keeps them going. So they got an addiction into looking a certain way or having certain shit around them. And they're addicted to that thrill, similar to a crackhead. And they're willing, this is the aspect when you come into the aspect of price. The only price you gotta, the only price I got is attention. My price is paying attention. You feel me? The only, the only price that I can accept is based on the aspects of you absorbing that knowledge. I don't have a price. I don't have a price in the aspects of someone can say, yo, for this much, you can get this. Or for this much, you can get this. I don't need that. I own my masters. I'm in ownership status. I own 100% of my content. I don't, I mean, I'm learning my aspects of what I'm doing. I own my content. I own everything that I do. In order for me to be able to sustain owning what I do, this is that key with that intent. It's that key. In order to own what you do, own everything that you do, own your content and make your moves soundly. You got to be in a position where you have become totally honest with yourself and transparent with yourself 
in the aspects of being able to accept the constructive criticism. This constructive, there's constructive criticism, which is in a positive sense, and then there's deconstructive criticism, which is that negative self-talk. So you'll sit in the mirror and you'll say, I gotta cut back on this because I'm starting to be real tired and I'm starting to get tight with my money or this right here. You start cutting back on certain things. When you start to cut back on certain things, but not understanding the original root cause of what you're cutting back on, all you're doing is taking it to a sense of dormancy. So now that aspect that's in your life, now you're just being dormant. I don't drink that much because you're drinking. The aspects of why you were drinking are what you have to deal with in order to actually stop the drinking. Stop being drunk off of the power. You got to find out where that original seed came from so you can be sitting there like, you know what? I no longer have to worry about needing everybody to think I have a sense of control of everything. I don't need that in my life anymore. Let me evolve myself. How am I going to evolve myself? How am I going to invest in this change based on my evolution, based on my elevation? That is a hard thing for a lot of people to do when it comes to really doing this work. To anybody like that watches my lectures, every one of my lectures goes into the aspects of shadow work. Every single lecture. Even when I'm breaking down magic and intentions and shit of that nature, it always leads back to fucking shadow work. Because that is the initial key. Going into that dark space, building that intention, building that visualization, building that self up. In order for you to go forward, you got to understand the shit that's holding you back. Because if you weren't some shit, wouldn't I put it like this. If shit went nothing holding us back, you feel me, on that personal, person-to-person level, there will be no need for the work. You fall into the definitions, that career-like mindset, and you dieting based on your career. You'll sit there and cut your sleep in half to make some more hours at your job. It don't matter what you do, because at the end of the week, you're getting 40 hours. Whether you work hard as hell or you don't work, if you can make it to the end of the week and make 40 hours, you make 40 hours. It's not until after the 40 hours that you actually see a benefit. Technically, it's not until after 43 hours in most places. It's not until 43 hours that that overtime is even in a benefit because they tax the overtime more than they tax the regular. So after 43 hours, this is a fact. After 43 hours in most states, most places, that's when you actually see the benefit. So you mean to tell me you're going to sit there and bust your ass for 40 hours? Then bust your ass for at least five more hours every week. And then even though you busting your ass for those extra hours, since you stuck in that same struggle mentality, those extra hours that you actually achieved, you didn't save not one dime. You said, man, shit, I got extra money coming next week. I spend all this money this week. 
You see how you put yourself in a breaking even? The ability to stay balanced within the sustaining of your space where you at. You'll do anything it takes to keep that barrier intact. I remember when I was working and I was making like 50 hours a week, 50, almost 60 hours a week. And I remember my one of my brothers, one of my homies was working with me. We were making the same amount of hours every week. But I noticed after about the fifth or sixth week, we called it March Madness because it was during uh, a promo at uh, the job we were at. We called it March Madness. But at the end of the, about like the fourth or fifth week, I saw fatigue in him. I'm still ready to get it. And I remember one time we were sitting there after work because we had to wait for the manager. We had to be two of us in the building with her. And we sitting there waiting and he was like, yo, man, I didn't been out every night this week. Man, I didn't, man, I should have listened to you, man, and been straight to the house. I'm tired, man. Like, I'm tired, man. When they gonna get some other people in here? I was like, bro, what you be doing after you get off work, man? I go out and drink. I go out and I was like, bro, don't you remember you got stuff you got to take care of with getting your new place and getting yourself situated, bro. You got a lot of moves you got to make. Yeah, man, but you know that stress, man. Like, I, I got to, bro, like, this right here is showing you how to break that old mentality. This, this What you're going through right now is showing you how to break that mentality. See, whenever you get to a certain point, you always have, a, you always have that moment in time to actually teach something. And it requires you to be empty in order to teach that thing because it's showing you how to heal. So when you're in your position, when you're making certain moves and, you, and you're rising to a certain level, that responsibility that's going to come for you is being able to sustain that position by actually saying what you need to say, setting that boundary. It ain't about if they like it or not. It ain't about if they accept it or not. Because if they don't accept it, you got your answer. If they do accept it, you got your answer. Regardless of what the answer is, what are you doing with the answer? Are you really going to start cutting that out? Are you going to start cutting it back and researching why you cutting it out? That's that steps going into that program. Let me cut, let me, yo, man, I had to cut out hanging out with my uh, homie, my homeboy, because, man, like, he, he always on the same shit. And I'm like, I'm separating. I'm like, I'm not there no more. I'm I'm not I'm not sustaining that energy no more. And when I do go, when I am around him, I feel like this sense of tiredness or insecurity start coming up. So then it's always in your favor. Cause if you feel you need to go over there, then the reason that you go over there is gonna come up because you open to it. But then I started realizing. I'm getting more done by myself. I'm getting more done in the aspects of the solitude with myself than I can ever get done around certain individuals. So eventually it was like, I was no longer dieting. I was going into the aspects of understanding what I needed to do to detox. And after this message, we don't get into the aspect of the detox. You know, we back, we back, we back, we back after that break. And this the 
final aspect. This is the final uh part of our powerful session. Hunger pains and detox or the detox hunger pains. Before we went to the break, I was going to the aspects of that actual starting that separation. The key of that separation is understanding what a detox truly is. The aspects of a detox, a detox is to become empty in order to heal. You see, a lot of times, and ain't even a little bit of times, it's a lot of the time, a lot of the times we are in this position where we start the detoxing process, but just like when you're addicted to anything, the addictions, the pattern of that addiction, that algorithm, you have become addicted to a certain way that you were perceived or what you were given based on that perception. You got used to the perception of how others saw you. So when you actually start doing the work to actually start stepping back, you start doing the work to actually say, you know what, that's not me no more. And you start looking different. You start feeling different. You start having more energy. You start having more uh, in-depth conversations. You start questioning things. You start having more honesty with yourself. This causes a void, that void. The larger that this void becomes, the more hungry your ego is going to get. See, your soul's being fulfilled in that unknown aspect because it's uh, at a certain point in time, once you come to that certain level of emptiness and that humility to yourself, your soul starts to be able to thrive. Your soul starts to actually do what it's supposed to be doing, that charge, that energy starts hitting. Those hunger pains are the sounds in the background as I readjust myself are those sounds in the background of the very old mentalities and behavioral patterns remember I told you about the setbacks so one big thing I remember when I did my first fast I did my first fast it was a 40 day fast it was with my uh, homegirl she was like, I was like, sure, I'll do it with you. We did a 40-day fast together. And our fast only consumed of basically mine. I was like, yo, now I'm just doing water. I'm just doing water and fruit. I'm going to do water and some fruits. And mainly, I was doing water, tea, and mainly fruit. My tea was slightly, uns- like, pretty much unsweetened. And I remember sitting there in that position, and I remember my first fast. It took me back to my first fast. That was actually my second fast. My first fast that I took, it showed me what I could survive without. It showed me what I was, it destroyed what I was sustaining on. And I started feeding. My body was little, because during the detoxes, you're emptying yourself. Your body's only feeding itself from what's in there as it's emptying yourself out. So people don't understand the psychological aspect or the metaphysical or psychological aspect of a fast. When you're fasting, not only the food and the fat cells that are stored is being fed upon, but so are the emotions. So are the fears. 
So it's all the rep- stuff that you repressed. All that shit's being fed on as well. All that's coming out in them fat cells. Them fat cells are starting to pop open. Think about, uh, it's, I think it was on an episode of House where the uh, they started starving him in the, um, what you call it? So then the pockets or the disease that was inside the fat cells started to, came out and they started to feed. This is what happens a lot of times when you think about those hunger pains, you have to start detoxing. That's the first thing that's coming out. All the old drugs, all the old addictions, all the old patterns, all the old, all the causes of those original old patterns, all those aspects of the original old behaviors, that's what your body starts to feed on. Your identity has nothing to feed on, so it's feeding on that. You can't do this, you can't do that. This man, people, and all this, and then you start feeling crazy and you start getting all wound up, you get all anxious, you start getting depressed, you start getting all these fucking feelings start happening. So I'm sitting there in my first uh fast, and I remember I was getting off, I was still I was at going to my job, and I remember I get off work late and I call up my Uber, I call a cab, and the cab, I always get out instead of the cab dropping me off at my house. I would have the cab drop me off. It was like this little, uh, down here, they got like the neighborhood markets and I would get dropped off in front of the neighborhood market. The neighborhood market was 24 hours. So I go in there, grab my, uh, I grab, I ended up grabbing my, uh, gallon of water. And I also grabbed me a 1.5 liter bottle of Fiji water to put beside my bed while I was asleep. That's because I woke up, I need to drink some water. And I would always go in there and I would like, I remember the first couple of days I was like, I'm killing it. Like drinking my water and not really thinking about shit. Around the fourth or fifth day, this is when my body started giving away and I started feeling weakness. And I remember I got off work one night and I got dropped off. I walked into the store. I think I had to to get some deodorant, some, some, Dr. Souls from my shoes. And I walked down. My identity walked me down. This is when they said the devil got a hold on you. I walked down the aisle to the back to the bakery. I'm trying to adjust my uh spit fil- pop filter. And I remember walking back there and they had the chocolate peanut butter no-bake cookies. I was like, Oh, them shits look mad delicious right now. I ain't had one of them in a minute. And I walked by, I said, no, I'm not going to get them. And I was like, I'm on day five. And then I literally, my old pattern of being calculating things, which was an old pat was a, was an old aspect of an old pattern fed into my behavior fed into my identity. I was like, well, I made it to five days. I'm supposed to be doing this fast for 30 days. It's my first 30 day fast for 30 days. So every time that I fuck up, all I basically got to do is add on one day. So I said, in order to entice myself, I said, all I got to do is add on two days, really push myself. So I got the cookies. I went home. I'm in my room. I'm sitting there with the cookies. I eat a cookie. 
All right, cool. I can eat one. What's the date on these? Oh, these shits don't expire for like another three weeks. So I can eat one cookie now and then put them in the back like a the, like a like a what you would call a um like a treat for my, like a prize for myself. And they be eating that whole thing of cookies within that. I was off the next day. What I noticed was I did not have the external state in order to say it was easy for me not to go to work because work was a seat. I worked at Red Lobster, it was a seafood restaurant. I was transitioning to being vegan. I was actually transitioning to be, I was, this first time I was transitioning to be vegetarian. So I was like, there's really nothing really here I can eat. No, I, 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 no, correct. I was transitioning transition to becoming vegan. So I like, there's really nothing here I could really eat anyway. But see, my identity, my ego was still on the look for something to feed from. That's that hunger pain. So when you start doing that detox and you're removing those sugars, you were removing those addictions, those, stimu- those external stimulus that kept you moving in that space and kept you that served the emotional pacifier when you start doing that in that space and you start thinking like oh shit i lost my external didn't match my internal this is long before i even picked up and got a download or read the uh read any book and it was funny because i was reading back through uh my book revolutionary psychology and then got right back into my serpent grail book big ups to my brother for uh throwing that up there on the uh i said it during a lecture he said this is it and then i kept looking at that picture when he tagged me in it i was like nigga you can get back into my book so big up on that so i'm sitting there like damn nigga so this is what i want you to think about when you start detoxing when you start actually becoming empty the first thing that's going to come up is those emotional aspects that you haven't dealt with the distresses the things that fed those old patterns and the old, the old uh, mentalities and the old behavioral patterns. So then when you start looking at your environment, your environment is matching the old mentality. Your environment is matching the old behavioral patterns. This is why it's important to research what you're letting go of as much as what you're putting into yourself. Because everything that you're putting, remember, everything is a reflection of you. So take it for the example of, take it for the example of, for most people in this aspect of we got to do this to get ahead and we need all these plans. If your mindset is detoxing away from literally detoxing from spending all your money and you're learning how to budget. So you're going away from the dieting of budgeting and you're detoxing. That means you're taking yourself all the way to empty. That means you're not spending any money at all. You're in a space to where you got everything. You're not spending any extra funds. This when we do this in a detox, when you're doing a financial detox, a financial, when I, I'll call, I call it a financial detox. You're not spending any extra funds on the extras that you usually do. So you're making sure your rent's paid. You're making sure your bills are paid. You're making sure there's food in the house. Even when it comes to that, because now you got to set yourself into the tone of what food am I bringing into the crib? And am I going to really feel like cooking it? This is when you got to be honest with yourself. 
it's okay to go grab like for me like later on like this week later on this week i'm gonna go grab my uh i've been eating my i've been back on my salad game and i like i make my salad look real sexy i put fruit in my salad and i'm gonna get some strawberries if the strawberries are still out i'm gonna get some strawberries next time or this my last my one of my favorite types of salads i take like the field greens and the sesame ginger dressing or the miyoko the mikoto uh ginger dressing give me some uh glazed almonds or whatever and some peaches and some mandarin oranges or some grapes make me a big ass salad so i discipline myself like okay cool i'll make this i'll make this salad the salad ain't shit but that was after the detoxing see after you do your detoxing you become empty what are you refilling yourself with Everything that you should be filling yourself with should be taking you, should be challenging you to go to the next level. My discipline is fucking crazy when it comes to eating. I literally only eat between 12 and 7. In between 12 and 7, I may eat once or twice. But I make sure one of those meals are larger than the other. So, like, let's say if I make a big ass salad for lunch. You feel me? I make that big ass salad for my lunch. Then I'll make something small along with one of my smooth. Like I'll finish off one of my smoothies for my dinner. So now I'm not worried about having to put together some major ass meal and I have more time to do works, attend to my works. This is the key when you're shifting and you're now finding new stimuli. The stimuli now matches since you're going through that detox and you're healing yourself, bring yourself into that space of healing. Now you're now when you're out searching for things, it's things that are on that on that new frequency. See, for most of us in that aspect, when we start looking at the things that are based on our old frequency. We get tempted. Our identity, our ego makes us tempted. Man, I can go over there because I know how to handle it. I can sage myself. But that empty ass saging that you did to clear out some negative energy, you didn't even think about it. What intentions did you set that day? What intentions did you set at the beginning of the week? You set the intention that you said you wanted to become more prosperous and you wanted things to open up for you on a higher road. You wanted that in the aspects we talking about higher enlightenment and when matriculates down. So I want to be more in line with my abundant nature. I want to be my royal, abundant, wealthy, prosperous nature. So you set that intention in the beginning of the week. So now somebody hits you up from back in the one of those old conversations telling you about problems with they whatever they job whatever it may be it don't matter what it is they hit you with that now they say yo can we hang out can we chill I just want to get it off my chest now that thought is now programmed into your mind remember see how it always goes back now you've had a hunger pain since you've been detoxing 
that hunger pain was about to lead you to what the heck you the next aspect was supposed to come out based on whatever physical manifestation so now you gave that hunger pain a thought form to connect to so now that thought form is connected to that hunger pain and now you in that space but now you're in that space and it's not feeding you the way it used to feed you so now you got to find something to cut you feel me you got to find something to kill you got to find something to cut or to add to that an additive or a preservative so you can deal with being in that space it don't matter if it's alcohol it don't matter if it's an outfit it can be everything from alcohol to an outfit just for you to fit this for you to keep the image up in that space that you still part that you still can feed from that space but your intent was set on being more connected to your royal abundant wealthy prosperous nature that's what you sent out so now that you're in that space that you know isn't healthy for you that energy starts to come down see how that trickling down that uh frequency funnel starts coming down so now you feeling guilty because you could be at the house studying or at the house chilling out now you feeling guilty now you feeling shame now you feeling ashamed because you like i know i shouldn't have came out here i should have listened to myself and now all that energy based on your intent that you pulled down is now feeding into that space now this individual or place or wherever it's at is feeding off of your energy it's full of negative you're the only positive source of energy for something to connect to see everybody else is dispersing energy you're the positive force so you're connecting to the energy now you go home you forget the sage because your mind's not in the right place your mind's not in your discipline now you went undisciplined to save yourself when you knew you should have saved yourself and you go lay down in your bed. Now the next couple of days go by and don't shit really change. But now you feeling off. You feeling tired. You feeling lethargic. You feeling real anxious. These are the same aspects that happen into a detox. See, when you're going through a detox, the key of a detox is when you go back to, well, when when you come back into a regular stasis, your body has reset. So you go through that 10, 20 day detox or whatever, you take like a five, seven, 30 day detox. That's when they're say, after every detox, yo, you got to be careful on what you're taking back in. So they say drink water on that first day. When you're coming back off your detox, drink water. Eat something real light. But you went and dived into some damn drama again. Some heavy shit. So now you're feeling the effects of going into that space. Now you're in an overload. Took your body back in the shock. So then you wondering why the shit ain't fucking work. Congratulations. You had your first setback based on those hunger pains. And this is the aspect when you're going to, 
This is the aspect of doing that shadow work. Shadow work will whoop your ass. Period. Shadow work is designed to whoop your ass. Because it's making sure you don't go back there anymore. Shadow work is designed to whoop your ass and make sure you do not go back to the same fucking space. That's why it keeps showing up and it keeps looking even more and more hideous. So this is what we think about. This is shifting your mindset when it comes to the aspect of detoxing. Because detoxing doesn't do anything similar to detoxing and dieting. That line can be blurred based on what you're putting back in your body after you do it through the aspect of the detox. After you went through the hermit phase, what are you putting back into your space? What are you allowing back into your life? Everything that you should be allowing back in your life is just like when people say, yo, man, I, 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 want, I would love to be vegetarian and vegan, but that shit, you know, veggies are expensive. Veggies are not that fucking expensive. Let me tell you this shit. Fruits and veggies are not that expensive. The thing that makes being vegan expensive or being plant-based or any uh, thing of that narrative that taking on this uh, higher aspect, this new lifestyle the thing that makes it expensive is when you go to Sprouts or Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or Walmart and stepped up a little bit or uh, Food Line and whatever the place you go to that has a, a, a veggie, vegetarian, vegan section and you spend more money on the quick shit rather than learning. This is another aspect of when you go into your research. Sometimes... We'll take our information. We'll take this information in. Sometimes we'll take information in only to sustain the space that we were at. This goes all the way back to that 12 by 12 mentality. You can't come into this detox with that 12 by 12. You can't go. You can't come into this uh, detox with a 12 by 12 mentality. But by the end of the detox, that 12 by 12 mentality is going to be in shambles. I remember, and this takes me all the way back to the story about aspect of the detox. Sorry, I didn't. I, I forgot and it came back. I remember telling my first detox, and it taught me what I could. It taught me what I could sustain. It it taught me based on what I could know, what I could survive without. The first detox taught me what I could survive without. So when it came to that 40 day fast that I did detox fast that I did, it showed me what I needed to sustain. It showed me what I could use to, it showed me exactly what I needed to sustain through both fasts. I think that the 30 day fast in like November, no, in September of 2018, I did the 40 day fast in I want to say January, March of 2019. And in between both of those fasts, I lost over, I was like at 275, but I didn't, it was weird because I didn't look it. I was at about 275, 280. By the time I was done with the first fast, I was down to one... I was down to a, probably a good 190. When I did the 40 day fast, 
because I was doing the fruit and I was going to the gym because I was sustaining by doing fruit and smoothies because I was going to the gym. I got to 190, I got to about 190, 185. And then after that, regaining the muscle, I got up to about 215 on solid. And then I did another fast. I did, I do a usual detox once every month. I do a detox every month. My detox for this month is coming up. My detox for November is coming up. Well, I'm gonna take that second week in November and I'll all water, all water in uh, my supplements for that whole week and the frequency and everything I'll be doing for that week along with my lighter workouts. By that time, I'll be at three days a week during my workout, so it all work out perfectly. Everything's in alignment with that. But do you see what I just said? I was building my intent based on what I needed to do with these detox. It's not a diet anymore. It's not a diet for me. This is what I think about when people are in the aspect of being woke and conscious. It becomes a diet to them. They go from, uh, they go from this space of being uh, Christian to Christian light. Yeah, that that that's what I'm gonna call it. They go from being Christian to Christian light. That's what motherfuckers that be woke or or conscious in this certain aspect, they go from being Christian to Christian light. Half of none of the belief, but half the rituals doing that, still doing the same, the same mentalities, none of the belief, but still maintaining the patterns and mentalities. That's this true as fuck. Remember, you got to become empty to become fulfilled. In order to become empty, you got to understand what the fuck you dumping out. It's funny as hell because when I go to the bathroom, when I do my bowel movements, I know exactly what the fuck I ate because I know exactly what my shit smell like. My shit smell like what I ate the day before. There is no weird ass smell. There is no weird ass smell. I'm never in the bathroom for longer than a minute. I'm never, I'm never in the, I'm never using the bathroom for longer than a minute. Let me correct that. I'm never in the bathroom for longer than a minute using it. That's not including washing my hands. Washing my hands, I'm probably in there for a good two, three minutes. I'm in there for a good two, three minutes. Two minutes tops. But I'm never on the toilet for longer than 45 seconds. Because there's less shit in me. I want you to take that aspect into the metaphysical sense, into the physical sense. There's less shit that I got to deal with. There's less strain on my system. Because I'm in a healthier space. I don't have to worry about cutting back from anything because everything that is now in my position and in my life 
is based on my balance. It's attached to my core. It's a connection, not an attachment. Therefore, I can sit it down and not do it all day. I can sit it down and not deal with it for a week. There's moments of time where this entire time, while I've been doing the recording for this episode of the podcast, I ain't had to pick up my phone. The only time that I picked up my phone was literally when I was sending out the new video ads I did for the co-alchemy that I got to send out and I put on a timer. The promotion for the podcast or in working on notes for reading notes for the podcast. Other than that, I don't have a need to go on my social media. I don't have a need to go on my IG. I don't have a need to go on these aspects, not unless I'm doing it for a promotional purpose. Anybody that's seen my page and been rocking with me since like 2000, like since the beginning up until I say about 2014, if you looking at my Facebook page right now, you see how business oriented it is. Yeah, I throw up a couple good laughs to keep balance, but you see how business oriented all my pages are because I am a brand. I am my star player. I am that owner. I got that LLC. So all my pages, my everything that I do from the podcast to the promotion, that's the coach. Well, I can sit here and move as the owner. And the responses, those are the play moves. Those are the playmakers. Those are the moves. But stay tuned for the plug talk. And we don't get into that closeout. Thank you for choosing the God Hour. You know how to keep y'all plugged in, plugged in with that plug toy. You know the guy that was Keeping you locked up with everything that's going on in the world of God called Alchemist and giving you the stream to stay connected to show your support. I just want to say thank you for the support once again uh, to everybody that's acquiring services from native chart analysis to readings to setting up sessions, setting up consultations because that just shows further that that shift into that wave that you're waiting to get that wave off. So you can actually get into that space. Gotta call AlchemistLLC.com for a list of all the services. Or you can inbox me at Rock Caller Me just as the Facebook. Papa underscore Lucy 666 on IG. <clears throat> yeah, that. And you also can follow me on Twitter at GodKing84 or you can type in Papa Lucy 666. Um, I also wanted to put out shout outs to everybody that uh, caught merchandise the last couple of weeks um, on the Co Alchemy, My Shopify, at myshopify.com. That's the site for all the clothing and the merch. Uh, just uploaded the sweatshirts. I just uploaded the custom tapestries, more soon to come. I'm about to uh, launch a couple of new shoes and I'm about to launch a couple of new uh, couple of jackets just in time for that. Cool, cool, cool winner coming through. Um, 
Yeah, well, of course, you know you give me a loose assignment that's a direct cash app link, or you can become a monthly patron. Gotta call Alchemist slash Anchor FM. Support is the link for that, or the link is within the description of this uh, podcast. <clears throat> you also can check out the podcast. It's also streaming on Gotta Call Alchemist, that's a YouTube channel. Last week, we got into the aspects of the Night of the Living Dead. This week, we're going to get into the veils of chemtrails. Another thing that we seem to get worried about when we look it up in the sky, look at everything is a reflection of you. So when you see these veils, you see these chemtrails, you see shit like that. Think about, once again, what in your life have you put a veil over? What in your life are you chemically inducing to keep yourself there? That was the whole aspect that we breaking at 12, but we breaking those patterns. We got to realize that the pattern, what the pattern is, realize that that pattern is at 12 by 12. So in order for us to shift out of that, so that's the key aspect. Like, you got to do the work. That's the main aspect. You have to do the work. So hit me up at GodacoAlchemistLLC.com. You gave me a set call on me just at gmail.com. If you are interested on, you have a service or a product you want to get into the podcast, get into the plug talk. Or we can discuss the aspects of getting you in there as a uh, sponsor, your mo- monthly sponsorship to get you plugged into the uh, mid-roll segments in between the uh, podcast, uh, in between um, the segments. Or if you have personal questions, you want to ask about those same things, uh, readings or whatnot, hit me at papalucy666 at gmail.com or always you can hit me at 910. 777-7708 Yeah There's no excuse You feel me? There's no excuse There's no excuse once you become the owner There's no excuse There's no excuse once you have the LLC mentality But you gotta break that 12 by 12 <clears throat> Yeah Stay tuned for the close up I love you We love us Thank you for choosing to guide our podcast. I said. As we wrap up another episode of the Guide Our Podcast, I just wanted to say thank you once again for the support. Your views help me build your monthly uh your monthly becoming a monthly sponsor on the podcast really helps it really aids in the growth uh hitting that lucifer insomni cash up link to show that love and the support that's greatly appreciated because that helps me be able to grow and put out that like it helps me stay within the lane that i'm in this is this is fun for me i don't have to worry about doing anything else i can be 100 percent focused with my L- that mentality because I have a product. This is all about the impact. I wanted to end this with, a, uh, I was watching a brother Ben X on my IG and he was talking about the 12 by 12 mentality. And I took it and I wanted to go deeper into it. So that's why I've been broken down the detox of diet. And how are you impacting your life? What is impacting your life and how is it impacting your life? This is going to help you be able to break that pattern. This is going to help you be able to break that mold of where you used to be to where you're going to go. 
If you're listening to this, of course, on a Tuesday, you know, the night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you know, we got the after hour show, the God hour show. Facebook Live exclusive. You know, we do the live readings. We do the live readings. First call being free, three calls for 515. And the five card, that full five card spread is 515, 1515. And we do a nice little bill. We talk about, uh, take a little part from the episode, or we might do a whole different topic. So tune into that. Facebook Live, rockholonegis at gmail.com. I mean, I mean, oh God, I've been saying my email so long, typing out the email so long, I've been saying it like that. Rock Hall and Nidus at Facebook. Uh, there's only one thing stopping you. There's only one thing holding you back. And that's you. That's the old mentality and the old behavior patterns that you haven't realized what the root cause is. And that's what detox or diet was is about. This, this episode is about. It's about expanding past the parameters of our old mindsets, shattering that shit, shattering that glass ceiling, similar to Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when you broke through that glass ceiling, and allowing your allowing yourself to see from every angle within the known and the unknown to bring yourself into balance. Hit me up if you, it resonate with you. Allow the message to help you go forward. Allow the message to help you on your path. And until later tonight and until next week, this has been another episode of the God Hour Podcast. I love you. We love us. Only few of us are going to make it. Even few of us going to answer the call. And to the ones that don't answer the call, that's fine with me. Because that just means it's more for us. I love you. We love us. Thank you for choosing the God Our Podcast. I'll shake.